there is this guy I like, and maybe like is an understatement. But you know, as things are about to sell, I just got thinking and I asked myself an important question. I'm very sure it was the Holy Spirit that actually opened my mind, my heart to that question. I asked myself a very simple question, and that question is Atom, is your love perfect? Is your love perfect? Yes, welcome to another episode on Atom Stock, and today we'll be talking about is your love perfect? Yes, is your love perfect? You know, it's very funny that when this um, stuff, this question dropped in my mind, and I started brooding on it, I got a call from the leadership in my church to come and be part of the speakers for um, Who is Your Neighbor? And we actually talked about love and how to express love. And I just felt in Solowa, why not share? It's been a long time. You dropped an episode. Why not share? Yes, yes, and I'm here. So the first thing I would like to say is that you should know that love is not just a word, it's an action. I think there was even this time when I was growing up and I found um, a, a chapter in the Bible. I think it's in Peter's, I'm not very sure. Maybe Second Peter's, I'm not very sure. That says something like, um, beware of those people who actually say they love you with their mouth, but their actions are different, yeah. So, love is an action word. If you are saying it and you're not doing it, then you don't love the person. So that's the first thing I would like to say. So let's go to First Corinthians 13 verse 4 and see what it says about love so that we can find out if our love is perfect. So it says, First Corinthians 13 verse 4, Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud, or rude, it does not demand its own ways, it is not irritable, it keeps no record of being wrong, it does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoice whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. Amen. Amen. So, talking about love, that means that if you're saying you love a person, that means that all these love qualities must be found in your love. That's what makes your life perfect, you know? Then if you can actually, if your love can be perfect, it can be kind, it's not jealous, not boastful, it's not proud, it's not rude, it doesn't demand its own ways, that's like selfish, you're not selfish, you, you are not irritable, you know? It's, you don't keep record of wrongs, that means you, you actually forgive easily, you know, and you don't, like, you actually forgive like Christ forgives, you know? I'm still going to get there. Yeah, I'm going to start picking these things one after the other and expand on it as much as I can, you know. So, as I was saying, uh, as I was reading, it's not irritable. That means your love is not irritable for it to be perfect. You know, you don't keep any record of wrong. 
and you don't rejoice when there's injustice you just even only when there is truth and even though the truth is hurting you you still rejoice that ah this is the truth or you never give up you never lose faith you know you're always hopeful you know and you you what do you call it endures through every circumstance that's like you are long suffering <laughs> you are long suffering that's what makes your love perfect so if your love can have all these things in them then you can truly say you love oh yeah that means you can truly say that i love this person and let me let me say this let me say this i don't think this um this love is is possible like to have everything like this you understand without christ i think christ is the one who helps us who actually produces these fruits who help us with many of these things you can't do this thing with your strength strength like especially that place that said that endures through every circumstances Ooh, like endures I, I don't know like you are long suffering like it's only and if you actually check long suffering long suffering is a fruit you know is a fruit of the spirit so think about it dwell on it is your love really perfect are you patient enough? So I, I, I got thinking. I started asking myself. And I, I just said, I just told myself, like, since I want to do right by this person, I want to, you know, be true to this person. I want to really, you know, like, honestly do this with this person. I want to do it with the love of Christ. I want to do it with the mind of Christ. I want to do it the way Christ wants us to do it. Yeah, I want to do it like that. So I, I just I just started thinking, love is patient. What does it mean to be patient? So I carried my Google and I started to check. And what does Google say about your love being patient? Uh, let me open and listen to it. It says, um, patience means the ability to wait something out. The ability to endure. It even says to the ability to remain calm while waiting. The ability to remain calm while waiting. That means that your love must be able to um must must induce calmness for you. Like even when that person is you know getting on your nerves, you know how people can be. Uh, when the person is doing things that are hurting you, it's not that you're not really talking. You can be talking about this, but you are patient with the person. You are calm. You are enduring. You are letting the person grow into the correction. You are, you know, you are enjoying the process of the person. You're not necessarily pinning the person. You're not necessarily um, 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 squeezing life of the per- out of the person. You're not frustrating the person just because you want your own way. That's being patient. Is your love patient? Can you actually see someone who is, you know, doing something wrong and you will genuinely be patient to teach that person, to let them, you know, to let them see the wrong, to let them, to help them see the right thing, to help them, you know, just go in that process. Are you patient enough? I asked myself that question. Yeah, yeah. Is my love perfect? So I continue to ask myself love is kind what does it mean to be kind what does it mean to be kind what does it mean to be kind (laughs) so i went again and the the okay the definition i found this time was willing to be good you you have that willingness to do good like being kind is the willingness to do good 
like so it means like you you are willing to actually just take a step out of your comfort zone just so that someone someone can have a smile on their face yeah if you don't know love is really really sacrificial love is not just um i'm in my house and i and i um and i'm free by six o'clock so this guy if he wants to if he wants to talk to me six o'clock no love is sacrificial that it means that i have to create time for this person because this person is like this and you know and i claim to love this person i have to sacrifice i have to be willing to i have to be willing to die for that person you know there's that scripture that says that husbands love your wife as christ loved the church and he gave himself for it you know so you have to be willing to willing to do good things willing to put a smile on that person and i actually asked google how can someone be kind and he says that say please and thank you that got me that got me because you know um whenever we are actually close to a person someone we love you know even if it's just a friend and everything we we kind of take some things for granted we, we take them as normal take them like uh-uh so we have been here together this should happen you know uh okay he's always doing this he's always buying me lunch it's nothing new we, we forget to actually say the thank you and to say the please we, we just take you know we become too familiar yeah become too familiar but love is not like that love is not taking things for granted love doesn't take things for granted love is kind 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 yes so let's move on this is it says love um love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude love is not jealous you know it's easy to be jealous jealous about you know jealous to the extent that you even ruin the person which in um in a relationship with you you like that jealousy you no know? It's, you let it spring up envy, bitterness to the extent that you are you become so obsessed with this person, and that's not the type of love of Christ. Let me show you. The, love, um, they said, um, God is um jealous. Is a jealous God, but he's not jealous of us. He's jealous for us. That means that he is guiding us with so much jealousy. He 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 guides us with so much, you know. So much, so much respect, so much, so much grace, so much um, 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 intentionality. He's so intentional about us. Yeah, I think that's what it means when they say God is jealous for us. You get? So when we are saying that um, he's not jealous, it means that you, you're not letting that, um, that emotions, that emotion of is uh, with this person come and become something really uh toxic toxic to you and him and you know even your surroundings and everything see let me say this keyword obsession isn't love you heard me right obsession isn't love again obsession isn't love yes and please when you when you actually realize that you, you you get jealous easily over and over and over again. You should actually check yourself. Like unnecessarily. That's what I'm trying to say. Unnecessarily. You are you are you are actually following the nature of man. And a friend um my brother said this to me recently. He said that you know human love 
is um, selfish. Human love just wants for themselves. You just want that person to be around you. You just want that person to think about you. But guess what? You're not the only one in the world. That person has things to do, you know? So when you actually find yourself that you're always getting jealous, then there's something in you you have to deal with. There's something in you that you have to deal with. Love isn't jealous. So you cannot claim that you love somebody and, you know, you have that strive of jealousy over them. Maybe their work is going good and you, you're still looking for, for a job and everything. Love is not jealous. Love doesn't envy. Love doesn't go that far. Instead, love submits their, their, their emotions. I think one problem we have... The issue is that a lot of people don't want to be vulnerable with each other. They don't want to put it out there, how they feel, like, um, you know... Um, how insecure they can be but then it's okay to put it out there especially if you're with someone who is worth it if you're with someone who wants to make it work now insecurity is not a good thing so it's about um okay um i feel like if you do this it gets to me you know just like that and that's okay hey it is okay but try to be vulnerable Try to be vulnerable. Do not, do not just say, nah, I, I, I'm my own man, I'm my own woman. And I think that's what, one thing that a lot of us do these days. We just try to say, I am my own woman. You know, boss lady stuff, uh, strong man. Please, even strong men need to take time to be vulnerable. Even, you even know strong men by, by the amount of how vulnerable they can be. Yeah, I mean... It's not always, it's not every time that you'll be strong. So when you are not strong, be, be, be ready to show that side to your partner. Don't try to guard up even when you are not strong and everything, you know. A lot of people have a different um, coping mechanism with, um, with issues. So it's, I think it's better to just communicate how you feel per time, you know. Put your emotions on the table. Yes, yeah, so... As we were saying, I continue to read then. This love is patient, love is kind, love is not jealous, or boastful, or proud, or rude. Yes, love is not jealous, boastful, proud, or rude. And you guys know what it means to be boastful. Boastful means that you want to feel like you are the, you know, you want to, you want to give yourself that over self-gratification in front of everything. You want to paint everything in front of the person. You want to tell the person that you are the one that makes the best money. You want to tell the person that you are the one who um, has the best influence. You want to tell the person, you know, being boastful, it doesn't help anybody. If you are working with someone in a journey together, you see that um, more of um, teamwork is required, not someone trying to put it all out there that they are greater and they are better and they are, you know, and they are all there and the other person like, you know, trying to shame the other person that they are not yet there. And I think that also goes for proud and rude, you know. Yeah, let me say this thing about proud. You know, re- I re- realize that it's not even only people that have something to be proud of that are proud. Yeah, there's some people that don't even have that thing, but they just overesteem themselves. Please calm down, calm down. What's in this life? Yeah, what's in this life, basically? There's nothing in this life. Don't overestimate yourself. Do not overestimate yourself. Calm down. 
I'm not saying good self-esteem is not good. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about those people who go hyper, people who go, you know, over the edge, people who actually attack from a no reasonable um mindset, people who just, you know, I know you get what I'm trying to say. I know you know what I'm trying to say. Yes, I'm talking about those people. So, being proud or rude, rude, and I'm going to talk to the ladies. I think because the ladies are the ones that actually usually come up rude because someone is trying to talk to them, because someone has put it all out there, that they like them. They feel they can talk to the person anyhow. They feel that they can be ill-mannered. They think they can, you know, just take things for granted. Yeah, guys should do it. Yes, guys should do it. So, this is being rude. Being rude is not a sign of love. It's not. It's even a sign of uh, not love. <laughs> I don't know the word to use there. You, you get so it's like if you love a person, you can't be rude to the person. You have to respect the person. That's love, you know. So I've just been asking myself these questions like, you claim you love this person, in do you actually um honor this person? Do you respect this person? In your manner of approach to this person, when you're when you're conversing with them, are you rude? Are you ill-mannered? Like, do you do it intentionally? You know, there are sometimes you can come up rude and you're not intentional. It's just the way you sounded at that time, part time. You know, yes. So, are are you rude? Are you doing it intentionally? Are you trying to like um 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 look down on that person just because that person is making themselves available to you? Yeah, you might want to think about that too, you know. So we move, and it says that it is not irritable, and it keeps no record of being wrong. I think I have gotten to where I I like so much, keeping record of being wrong. And I'm going to actually address the females too. You will realize that it's in our female nature to always pick up offenses, to always pile offenses up, even though we've forgiven them. But we usually find it hard to forget most times. Even with your normal friends, there are times where um, you you claim you're forgiving them, all, but you still remind them, um, you still remind them time to time of what they've done. Like maybe the girl just comes in, hey, I just finished using your soap. You're going to be like, three days ago, you finished using my soap. Two weeks ago, you did the same thing. You know that kind of thing. Like you're not really angry. You're just putting it out there for their sake. Like you know, you finish eating. The person finishes eating, you don't wash your plate. The person goes like, ah, that's how you came um, that day to you not wash my plate. That's how you came. You know, you're already keeping records of wrong. And when God is talking about this, God is trying to let us tell us that we should try to be like him who blots out our transgression. So it's like, there's no more record of it. So it's like, when we go to God and tell God, like, God, I'm really sorry for what I did. Uh... Um, forgive me and Jesus forgives us the next time we're talking about it with him is like oh you did that you 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 really did that you know that kind of thing he's trying to find out from us if we really did it. like he can't really he can't remember so you're the one reminding him so he wants us to be like that he wants us to actually forgive people and forget not talk about it anymore and sometimes yes let me talk about that when we forgive people not talking about it sometimes can can you know we humans always like closure so you can actually find closure with God. Just pray. Pray about it. Talk to God. Talk to the Holy Spirit about it. You can find closure with him. Yes. You can find closure with him. I'm telling you, I'm telling you that. And it goes on and says it does not. Oh, before I even move on, 
do you know that you actually always pinpointing your um someone that you claim that you love's um wrongdoing like you always reminding them keeping record of it can actually become toxic to them too it can become so toxic because they expect you to uh, forgiving them and moved on we've moved past that we've gone beyond there but then you're still trying to take them to that part so it it just really becomes toxic to them it becomes unnecessary it becomes something that they are finding hard to deal with you know so it can even actually just um build up in them like oh, this person doesn't forget easily this one doesn't do this easily and all these things are things that actually you know wire up that, that actually um is a pointer to why some um relationship some love relationship fail yes keeping a record of wrong so let's move on it says for rejoice whenever the truth wins wait wait i think i missed that piece. it says it does not rejoice about injustice but rejoices even the when the truth wins out love never gives up never loses faith it is always hopeful endures through every circumstances so i'm about to ask you a question that person that you claim you love are you going to be able to speak with them through thin and thick when they have money or when they are broke when they are down when they're sick when they are healthy when they are name it every name everything when they are going through rough parts you know life is not always rosy and cozy and um and and you know sunny yeah dark days there are um days when you just feel like you don't want to get up from the bed there are days when you get sick and everything do you want to stay with that person do you honestly genuinely without them even offering you money you know any security in this world anything that you you term as as security if i have this you know my life is secure without them giving you any assurance you feel like you want to stay with this person yes yes you should ask yourself that question and if your answer is yes then i'm like okay that's one out of the many characteristics of love written down here then you just have to start checking the box and that's when you can really know that you love that person as christ actually loved the church and that's for guys you know jesus said that you guys should love us i believe the bible said that you guys should love us as as um, God loves the church, you know, as Christ loves the church. So, if we are going to do this in the Christ way, then that means that we must actually be very intentional about these characteristics that are written in the scriptures. We must be very, be very, very intentional about them. We must be patient and kind. You know, it just makes me actually feel um, um, really, 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 um, I don't know, really happy that I saw this. Like, like, Honestly, it, it just makes me feel like I have grown because I was saying to myself, I don't want to do this the way every other person are going to do it, the way other relationships are going. I want to do it Christ's way. I want to do it real way. I want to do it, um, you know, I want, to, I want to actually do it and have the real concept of love in it. And this verse just came to me. And, you know, I've been pondering over it. And that's why I decided to share. I already said that earlier. So... I don't know if you're that crossroad also and you're thinking like, ah, I like this person, this person likes me, I vibe with this person, this person vibes with me. And you guys are about to take that decision of should we, should we not, what God's saying, what God not saying, you know? And 
you are at that crossroads and you're thinking like, do I really like this person? Do I really love this person? I think you should check for these things. Are you patient with the person? Are you kind with the person? Are you open with the person? Are you, um, can you really stay through thick and thin with this person? You know, love is not always about the butterflies. So forget the butterflies and move on. Forget the butterflies and focus on things that are real, 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 real. With this certain person, we want to strive to make it work. These are questions that we often do not ask ourselves. These are questions that, you know, when love comes, it comes with the butterflies at first. You have a lot of, a lot, a lot of butterflies and that kind of crowds you from your judgment or crowds you, your, your thoughts from asking yourself right questions like, um, um, okay, if this person has this problem, will I be able to stay in it? If this person does this, will I be able to stay in it? What's the essence that this person should go? Even setting um, rules, uh, yeah, I wasn't going to talk about that. Like, not like rules, 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 like you must do this, you must do this. No, just um, rules like um, communication rules, like, okay, when we are fighting, nobody's allowed to raise their voice, you know? Rules that you guys intend to keep, to keep um, intentionally, yeah. Love is about being intentional. Love is about being intentional. And don't forget that you can't give what you don't have. So all these characteristics have to first be directed to you. You have to first have patience with yourself, be patient with yourself. You have to first be kind to yourself. You know, let me tell you, eating junks, it's nice. Junks are nice. I do junks too. But in a way, it's being wicked to yourself because you know that junks, you know, they are not really holding to your body and everything. So it's like be good to yourself. So for you to be kind to someone else, you have to be good to yourself. You have to actually not keep any record of wrong that you've done. If you have stolen money last week and you've asked for forgiveness and everybody has forgiven you, Jesus has even forgiven you. Who are you not to forgive yourself, man? If the man that died for you actually forgave you, who are you not to forgive yourself? The one that created you even forgave you. Who are you not to forgive yourself? So when you think about this thing, you know, when you when you just think about this thing and you direct them towards you, it's easy for them to flow out to the person that you're saying you want to love, um, you want to you want to you want to be in a relationship with. And uh, I think when I look at concept of relationship now, I see marriage. So it's a long it's a lifelong journey. It's not something of two days, you just want to do it in two days, not something of three days, not something of four days. It's something you're jo- going to do all through your life you have to be consistent with giving love all through your life if you're going to be married you're entering any relationship you're going to be giving love so for you to be able to dispense love for 365 days times god knows when you know 365 that means that you also have to start giving love to yourself those 365 days because whenever you are down emotionally you actually do not have that there to give people love that's that's when why people say when I'm in the mood, I don't want to talk, this mood, this mood, this mood, you know. <laughs> yeah, so you, you get what I'm trying to say. So it has to actually first start with you, yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. Because God really actually feels like, I think that scripture actually feels, um, comes from the fact that he knows that you can't actually really love well if you don't love yourself. Because the way you actually view yourself, you view the world, you view everything, is that same way that you're going to project. You're going to project into people, into the society and everything. Like if you're a toxic person, you're toxic to yourself, you're toxic, it's possible that you all you give to everyone, everybody around you, 
is um tongue zik um what they call it love you speak the tongue zik language if um if you get me right so it first has to start with you before jumping you jump into any relationship remember that love starts with you it starts with you yeah baby girl it starts with you yeah baby boy it starts with you it's going to start with you so never forget that it's going to start with you and yes if, in, in case you want to read more on love and everything i think you can go to romance 12. yeah there's a list of how to be kind to people how to not avenge people in that place yes yeah so this is all i have for you guys today and yes i'll be thinking about the song i'm going to pull in this episode god help me so help me god mm. so help me god so i'm going to put in a song and the song is going to be who knows find out yeah One of my favorite songs says beyond me. God has looked beyond me.